I'd like to welcome you to the ministry of McCormick's Creek Church. We certainly hope that you will enjoy this selection. Every person, Jesus. Oh, just connect to him for just a moment. Oh, I need this, Jesus. I need you to move in me right now, God. Move in my heart and in my mind, Jesus. Let your will be done right now, Lord. Before I go any further, Jesus, I need you. Come on, push through. Push through to the worship part. I praise you, Jesus. There's nobody like you, Lord. Come on, some of you, you've tried. You've looked everywhere else. There is no other God out there like Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for what I'm feeling right now. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus heareth a worshiper. Hallelujah. I want him to hear me. Somebody just want to hear, let Jesus, you just want him to hear you tonight. I just want you to hear me, Lord. Hallelujah. Before we pray for anything else, I want to pray for my pastor. If you're a guest, visitor, whatever you call yourself, thank you for being here. But I need you, I need to be selfish for a minute. So if you're from somewhere else, just, it's okay. I'll pray for your pastor too. But I want to pray for my pastor, Pastor Hill, right now in the name of Jesus. You bless him, God. Touch him, Lord. Move in his, his spirit, Jesus. Continue to speak to him, God, like you've never spoke to him before. Take him places that he's never been with you. Lead him into places that he's never been with you, Jesus. Speak to him, God. A new dimension, Jesus. A new level with you, God. Move in him and through him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Bless him tonight. Let him know it. Let him feel it. Let him feel the prayers of his church right now. Let him know that we're reaching out for him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Any needs, any situations, circumstances. Hallelujah. Pray for every need but yours. Right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, you've seen every hand. You know the needs before I ever brought them before you, Jesus. And I pray tonight, God, that you just bypass me. Just walk right by me, God, and touch every other heart, every other situation. Move in this place, Lord. Take your liberty, God. Let peace that passeth all understanding just enter into this house, God. For in your presence is full, fullness of joy. Let joy just enter into this house tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Every need, every situation be touched in Jesus' name. Let the miraculous just begin to take place in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. While you're standing, let me get through a couple of this because that way we can don't have to come back to this. That's taken care of. Rada. Rada, one of the biggest fundraisers that we do outside of some of a couple others. The money needs to be turned in this Sunday, tomorrow. I'll, I'll announce it. I'll announce it tomorrow morning again, but all the money needs to be turned in. Also, there's a Thanksgiving drive from now until Sunday, November 18th. Donate non-perishable food items. Drop off everything at the outreach office or see, see Sister Chi if you have any questions about that. It's very important feeding people that, that need us to feed them. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Who has a prodigal? I know we keep praying. Who's got more than one? So that's everybody. Families all over this place. People that you love and care about that aren't with you right now. I want you to be selfish for a moment. I want you to pray for your prodigal right now in Jesus' name. Lord, you know every name. You know every name in the jar. You just begin to bless them and touch them. Every prodigal, Jesus. Lord, drive them, Lord. Push them. Push them to self-revelation, God. That at the right moment and at the right time that they'll find their way back to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, every one of them, Lord, let them know somehow, in some way, God, let them know that we're reaching for them tonight. Let them know the churches and their families are still praying for them and still reaching for them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. One more thing I ask of you. Let's take up the offering. Give as God has given unto you. Let's worship. 
Come on, we can get so caught up in the stuff that's going on all over the world. And we all know there's so many things that you have zero control over. But tonight you have absolute control on how you respond. The only thing between you and Jesus is you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for being sensitive to Jesus. Thank you for being here tonight, everybody. Thank you for for coming out and enjoying the presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. Something that the pastor asked me to reiterate is, is if you've not voted already, vote Tuesday. The sixth. Vote. Hallelujah. That's okay, right? You can be apostolic and still vote. Amen? If you can do the early, if you've already done it, God bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Tuesday, vote. I'm so glad. So glad to be here tonight. Where's he, where's he at? He snuck in on me. Brother Micah Hill, my pastor's brother. You, I cannot let you get through tonight without saying saying something. You, can you, don't say the word something either. I need you to just reiterate something that God's been doing and moving in you. Right. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. 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 I salute. I accept that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Speaking of first steps, last night we, we kicked this off, and I believe we really took a step step in the right direction. Amen. And I'm going to say it every service while, while my good friend Brother Winters is here. There's certain guys that just you can't bring in while your pastor's gone. It just won't work. Brother Winters is somebody that, that can be here in the absence of my shepherd because he... he it's really good friends with him. And he's got, his, he's got his hand on the heartbeat of MCC. And he knows, he knows what to do and what to say. And he proved it last night. Amen? And he's going to do it again tonight. So the liberty's already here. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's what? 
There's absolute liberty. Tonight, the liberty's already here. All he's needing is he's going to say it, and he just needs us to respond to it, just like you did last night. God bless every guest. Thank you. My Uncle Carl and Aunt Cindy's here. God bless you. Thanks for being here. Hallelujah. But there's guests. A lot of visitors. Don't. You're not a visitor. You're just a part of the body of Jesus Christ. So let's just all respond to what the Holy Ghost wants to do. Let's clap our hands for the winter's comes. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now, shall we? We worship you, mighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Great is the Lord. You're greatly to be praised. Oh, hallelujah. I appreciate the spirit of the Lord that I feel here tonight. Amen. The liberty and the Holy Ghost. And I'm excited about what the Lord is going to do for us. So appreciate um, what God did in this building last night. And the liberty and the Holy Ghost. Thank you for your faithfulness to the house of God. I know your pastor certainly appreciates that uh, in, your, in his absence. Thank you for being here. Amen. It's a lot more fun to have church when you show up. Amen. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Brother Krause, your family. Amen. Sister Hill and the entire family love and appreciate this family, this church very, very much. Brother Micah Hill, so good to see you and your family as well. Again, God bless you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad God's in the house tonight, aren't you? Because when he shows up, anything can happen. And so if you have your Bible, I'm reading uh, from the book of Hebrews. If you'll turn in your Bible or turn on your Bible, whatever the case may be tonight. Amen. The book of Hebrews chapter number 13. And I'm going to read one verse of Scripture, a very, uh, very familiar verse of Scripture, I think, to all of us here tonight. Hebrews chapter number 13 and verse, uh, verse number 8 says, Jesus Christ, I could just stop right there and preach the rest of the night. Amen. Or we could just close the Bible. Amen. Because you've just said everything that needs to be said. Amen. Jesus Christ. He is all in all. Everything we need is in Him. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Anybody in the house believe that tonight? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Bear with me. My title is almost as long as this verse is tonight. Amen. I want to preach about things that you will never hear God say. Amen. Things you will never hear God say. Would you lift your hands, your voice with me right now? Let's ask the Holy Ghost to talk to us. God, I thank you for your presence, your power, your anointing that's in this building tonight. God, we come to honor you. We come to bless your name. We come to praise your name, oh God. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that's in this place. The liberty of the Holy Ghost that's in this building. I pray, God, let your spirit fall in this place. Oh God, confirm your word tonight. Confirm your word tonight, I pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If the Lord has been good to you, praise Him with a hand clap and with a voice of worship and praise tonight. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I, I'm convinced tonight that you would agree with me that we serve an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. I serve a God who's never had a predecessor, nor will he have a successor. He is not on the throne tonight because he received a promotion. Neither will heaven's throne ever be vacated because God will never step aside. He'll never step down. He'll never retire and his kingdom shall never be overthrown. There's never been a time when God was not God. Neither will there be a eternities to come when God exists or cease to exist to be what he is right now. Evolutionists would like for you and I to concede to their theory and adopt their 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 um, their idea that our ancestors had the ability to naturally swing from trees. Now I've been doing a little research on my family and family tree and trace them back quite a few generations. I don't think I had any of my ancestors that could swing from trees. I think there was a few of them that had to hang from one. However, Amen. But I'm going to just move on past that. But the Bible settles all the issues of both the existence of man and God. Of man, it says that God created man in his image. He breathed into man the breath of life, and man became. He became a living soul, but of God. It says before the mountains were ever brought forth, before God formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Not only is there a God, but I am convinced by study of the Scripture and by revelation of the Spirit of God that there is only one God. Anybody in this house still believe that there is one God? The Lord who is omniscient, all-knowing, said, Is there a God beside me? I know not any. There have been many pretenders, many that aspired for and pursued positions of deity. Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, Adolf Hitler, King Tut, the list goes on and on. Many false gods that have been molded and been worshipped as gods and images. But from Ammon to there is no God like our God. Amen. Dagon couldn't even stay together in the presence of the Almighty God because no false God ever healed a fever brow. No false God ever made the lame to walk and the deaf to hear and the blind to see. No other God ever straightened a withered hand, caused the dead to come out of their tomb, silenced the wind, and put the waves to sleep. No other God carried your burden. No other God paid the price for your salvation. No God loves you like our God. And can I get a witness? No one's done for you what your God has done for you. Oh, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to you, the best thing that ever happened to your family, the best thing that ever happened to our world. What's a God like that doing in a world like this? I don't know, but I'm sure thankful he's here because we know who we worship. While goldsmith and sculptors 
time deities and worship worshippers gave them a name before time ever began before day and night were clearly defined before one ray of sunshine broke through the darkness before one star flickered in the sky and bodies of water started washing on the shore before one breath was ever breathed by Adam God said before the day was I am he David said you are God and you are God alone and you do all things well and so unlike the Babylonians I don't have to use my own material to make a God I don't have to pick him up Monday morning dust him off or Sunday night service pick him up amen stand him up for Wednesday night Bible study I don't have to cry from morning till evening to get his attention all I must do is say that name and when I begin to speak when I begin to whisper, oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost. When I begin to whisper that name, sickness has to go. Sins are remitted. Mountains move. Demons flee. Hallelujah. Peace passes. I wish somebody that needs something from him would just speak his name right now. Would just call that name. While you speak that name, healing can happen. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost can fall on you. Hallelujah, the flower of Buddhism will wither. The temples of Hinduism will crumble. The sword of Islam will rust. But the name of Jesus will resound throughout eternity as the one name of the one God, the unlike, the incomparable God. No other name like that name. Almighty. Ancient of days, beloved, bridegroom, creator, Christ, captain, counselor, delighter, deliverer, Emmanuel, friend of sinners, heiress of 10,000, great God, holy God, incomparable God, jealous God, king of kings, Lord of lords, mighty God, no one like him. Hallelujah. Cancer is a name. Leukemia is a name. Hypertension is a name. But there is a name that is above every name. That at the mention of that name, cancer is healed. Leukemia is healed. Hypertension is healed. He is God and He is God alone. He is God. He said, I and my Father are one. The devils also believe in one God and they tremble. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. I'm still convinced that there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who's the Father of all, above all, through all, in you all. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached the Gentiles received up in the glory. And when we worship Him, oh God, somebody praise Him right now. You're a mighty God. You're a holy God. You're a jealous God. You're an awesome 
And when we come to Him in worship, and we begin to use phrases like mighty and great and wonderful and awesome, we don't bring those terms to Him. Amen. To cover Him with those accolades. Amen. We discover then, when we are using those words, it's then that we rediscover, amen, what mighty and great and awesome and wonderful really mean. Amen. We live in a world that is constantly, constantly changing. We see changes in weather. Changes on the political scene are about to take place. Changes uh, at the fuel pump sometimes several times a day. Changes in our technology. Changes in styles and fads and cost of living. But I'm glad when I woke up this morning, uh, there was something or someone uh, who had not changed. Uh, the Bible said he's the same uh, yesterday, uh, today. Uh, and forever. It's almost impossible for the human mind to comprehend something or someone who doesn't change. Why doesn't he change? Because the only elements that change are those elements that are affected by time. But God is not affected by time. He created time. Therefore, he is older than time itself. He lives outside of its effect. He lives outside of its realm. He commands, amen, the time because he lives outside of it. God never looks over his shoulder and reminisces about the good old days. He knows about history. He's the God of history. But history does not imprison him. On the contrary, time affects us. I got three amen, so maybe I, I was meddling too much. Let me rephrase that so I don't offend anybody. I don't know what time's done to you, but time has affected me. It's affected my appearance. It's affected my strength, my vision, my memory, my physique. Oh, I feel a moving on spirit right now. Some of us remember when we were younger and stronger and faster and healthier and lighter and could stay up all night and drive for hours all night long, never get tired. And you hear it in the conversation. I remember when I had more time, more energy. Amen. I could do this and do that. God never reminisces over what he once was. God doesn't look over his shoulder and say, I remember when. You will never hear God say, I remember when I could part the Red Sea, but not now. You'll never hear him say, amen, I remember when I had the ability to make manna for a multitude, but that was back in my prime. You'll never hear him say once, I made water come out of a rock, but I don't know if I can do it again. You'll never hear him say, early in my existence, I can raise the dead, open deaf ears, and give sight to the blind. You'll never hear him say, when my hands are strong, I can bless and break bread and fish and feed an entire multitude. You'll never hear him say, when I have more resources, I can keep oil in the cruise and meal in the barrel. You'll never hear him say, when my voice was strong, I could speak and put the winds and waves to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not in declining health. God is not his prime. God is not time worn. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God's never said I can't. He's never said I don't know how. He's never
ever said, this troubles me. He doesn't know what it's like to lose a battle. He's omnipotent. He doesn't know what it's like to make a mistake. He's perfect. He doesn't know what it's like to recant a statement. His word is forever settled. He's never had a question he couldn't answer, a mountain he couldn't move, a sickness he couldn't heal, a problem he couldn't solve. He's never called in sick. He's never been disabled. He's never been put in a corner. And he's never failed. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. What I'm trying to say is anything God's ever done before, He can do it again. Anything He's ever done anywhere else, He can do it here tonight. Anything He's ever done for anybody else, He can do for you. Oh, somebody pray. I feel faith in this building. There's enough power of God and enough faith in this building. Anything can happen right now. You are not limited by your human ability because you are united with a God who has unlimited power. I feel like we ought to just praise Him right now. Somebody praise Him. God sent me here to tell you I'm still able. I still got the power. I can move in your family. I can still heal your disease. I can still wash away your sin. I've got everything I've ever had and everything I'm going to be I am right now. The walls were not made of stone. The walls collapsed around. They were made of water. No root had collapsed, but it felt as though the sky had. That northern valley acted as a wind tunnel, compressing squalls upon the lake. But the account begins at nightfall. Jesus is up on the mountain, and the disciples are in a boat, tossed about by the waves and the wind. It's the final watch of the night. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Disciples questioning their chances of survival. Amen. And they asked themselves, where is the Lord? It was his idea for us to get in this boat and go to the other side. Is God anywhere near? And out of that storm comes a clear, unmistakable voice. Amen. Because when you move with God, God always shows up. And with a wet robe, rain stinging his face, the waves lapping at his feet, Jesus simply said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. That's what the King James Version says. But the literal translation says, Courage, I am, do not be afraid. Courage, I am. Hallelujah. We've heard those words before. Coming from the backside of the wilderness to a knee-knocking Moses. As a voice speaks from a burning bush. I am that I am. I am self-existent. I have no God. My dependence, my ability is not dependent upon anyone else. The greatest man in the world can only stand and say by the grace of God, I am what I am. And God says, I am. 
all by myself. I don't need your matches. I'm a consuming fire. I don't need your electricity. I'm the light of the world. I don't need your well. I'm the source of living water. I don't need your medicine. I'm the great physician. What God is, He's always been. And while some are living in the prison of their past, there are others who are always awaiting some fulfillment and moment in the future. You'll hear it in their conversation. Someday, I will get married. That's for the young people. Someday, I will retire rich. Someday, I will get a better job. I'll be debt free. But God isn't sitting in the heavens tonight fantasizing about some lofty capacity that he may one day acquire. You will never hear God say, someday I'll be better. Someday I'll be bigger. Someday I'll be stronger. Someday I'll be more dependable and more capable and more God. Hear me, God is not under preliminary testing. God is not getting in working order. God is not advancing in his ability. And if I could say it this way, God's not in training. How your water cannot be any wetter. The wind cannot be windless. And neither can God be more God than He is right now. Amen. I I don't want to disappoint anybody, but God's not going to be greater tomorrow than He is right now. He's he's not going to have more power Sunday morning or Sunday night than He does right now. He's got all the power He's ever had. All the power He's... So what's holding you back? What's keeping you from responding to the Spirit of God that moves on you? What's keeping you from saying, Tonight I can get my healing. Tonight I can be delivered. Tonight I can receive the Holy Ghost. You're not waiting on God. He's always had this power. He's just waiting on your response to Him. He is the I am. Hallelujah. He said before Abraham was. He didn't say before Abraham was, I was. He said before Abraham was, I am. I'm already there. I'm in the past. I'm in the present. I'm in the future. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Amen. God's already there. I'm not worried about my past. He's already covered that with his blood. But I'm preaching to somebody who's holding on to a promise God gave you, a word God gave you that things are going to get better, that your family was going to be saved, that your children are coming back, that I'm going to give you revival, that I'm going to bless you, I'm going to do this and do that, and it looks like it's never going to happen. Hear me right now. Do not lose sight of what God can do because of what he hasn't done yet. If God said he's going to do it, it means he's already been there and back. Amen. When I was a kid living in the Houston, uh, Texas metro area, amen, I remember going to the parades on the, on the holidays and, and standing there on the street corner. And here I was, a little boy standing on the street corner instead of focusing on what was happening right now. I was trying to get out on the street and look at what was going, coming so I could tell everybody what's coming next. I want to be the first one to know. But up above me, there was this huge Goodyear blimp 
It was just seemed like it was just settling, just hovering right there. And from that perspective, they saw the end of the parade and the beginning of the parade. I just had to wait for it to show up where I was. Pardon, hallelujah, the expression tonight, but God's sitting in the Goodyear blimp. And if he told you it's going to happen, I'm going to heal. I'm going to, it means he's already seen it. He's already been there. It's already happened. It's just a matter of time before it shows up where you are. So hold on to your promise. My Lord. I serve a God who is. He that cometh to God must believe. Not that he was, not that he will be, but the Bible said you got to believe that he is. Somebody shout, he is. Determined to say it long enough and loud enough to arrest our attention. The Lord chorused a two-word phrase from Genesis to Revelation. Over and over and over, he kept saying these two words. I am. Abraham, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. I am the Lord that brought you out. I am the Almighty God. Jacob, I am the God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. Israel, I am the Lord that sanctifies you. Solomon, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Isaiah, fear not, I am with you. I am the Lord. That is my name. Joel, I am your Lord. You're dwelling in a giant. Malachi, I am the Lord. I change not. Matthew, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. John, I am the bread of life. I'm the bread that came from heaven. I'm the light of the world. I'm the door of the sheep. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the resurrection. I'm the light. I'm the way, the truth. I'm the true vine. I am in my Father. My Father in me. Saul, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. John the Revelator. I am Alpha and Omega. I am beginning and the end. I am the first and the last. I'm the root and the offspring. I am the bright and morning star. You can live. I can live without an iPhone and an iPad and an iPod. But I can't take one breath without the I am. I must have Jesus. He is my shepherd. I shall not want. He is my rock. I will not be moved. He is my salvation. I am not afraid. When there is no hope, when there is no answer, when there is no recourse, when there is no solution, when there is no body, He is. Oh, somebody praise Him right now. The only time, the only time I can find in the scripture for the cross where the, where the I am became the I was. One time. Revelation 1.18. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am. Oh, God. I am alive forevermore. And I got the keys of death. I got the keys of hell. I got the keys to your salvation. I got the keys to your healing. He's still able to turn funerals and parades and water into wine. I've read every word of the book. I'll never find one phrase where God said, I can't do it. I'm sorry, my resources are gone. I wish I could help you. Oh, I, 
kind of phrases like this. Ask anything in my name, I will do it. With God, all things are possible. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, say to this mountain, be thou removed. Cast into the sea, it shall be done. My ear is not heavy. My arm is not short. My grace is sufficient. Draw nigh to me. I will draw nigh to you. I feel miracle power in this building right now. And just as he showed up on that stormy sea and he shouted those two words to those disciples, I am. He is here right now walking the waves that are rocking your boat. Whispering that same phrase. I am. You're asking anybody able to heal my body? And he says, I am. Anybody able to forgive my sin? I am. Anybody able to make a way for me? I am. Anybody able to heal my family? I am. Anyone able to help me bear this burden? I am. Anyone going to help me through this valley? I am. Oh, God. I've ever felt the Holy Ghost. I feel it right now. He is walking the aisles. He is walking your pew. He's tapping somebody on the shoulder. Because some of you are asking, God, are you going to ever save my family? I am. God, are you going to save my companion? I am. God, are you going to save my backslidden children? I am. God, are you going to restore my joy? I am. God, are you going to fill me with the Holy Ghost tonight? I am. God, are you going to heal me tonight? I am. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God, you're going to lift this burden off of me tonight. I am. I feel that the Holy Ghost. God's about to speak peace into somebody's life. You often carry something that's heavy and burdened you down. But God's saying after tonight, even I'm doing it right now. I am the God that heals you. I am the God. He is a right now God. How long would it take for God to answer your prayer? How long would it take for God to fill you with the Holy Ghost? i tell you how long it would take. The Lord said it shall come to pass before you call me. I will answer. And while you're yet speaking, I will hear you. He said before you get it out of your mouth, it's done. Before you get through praying your prayer, I've already healed you. I've already done it. However, the Bible says it over and over and over. He did the miraculous, and he did it immediately. Immediately, the leper was cleansed. Immediately, Jesus caught Peter as he sank. Immediately, they began to see. Immediately, the fever left her. Immediately, he walked. Immediately, all the doors were open. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but God's getting ready to do an immediate work, an immediate answer. I need some people of faith to help me right now. I need some people of faith. I need somebody that believes that God will do it for them tonight. I'm not looking for somebody that's going to say, well, I'm just going to wait till Sunday morning. I'm looking for somebody that says tonight I'm going to this altar and tonight I am going to be healed tonight I'm going to receive the Holy Ghost tonight there's going to be a victory that happens in my life there's going to be a breakthrough in my spirit there's going to be a miracle that happens right now I'm telling you, God is saying now, now, 
Now, right now, if you believe God will work a miracle for you, right now, if you will be anointed, if you need a, if you need a healing in your body, amen, if you need a healing in your body, you ought to move across to this altar and let the ministry of this church anoint with you with oil right now. God's going to heal you. You need the Holy Ghost. You ought to just move across to this altar. Let the ministry pray for you. Hallelujah. Begin repenting of your sin. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Right now, if you worship, at this moment, mountains are going to be moved. Those of you that need a miracle right now and believe God that it can happen, I know you're in the altar area, but if you'll just move it close so we can know who you are, the ministry of this church is going to pray with you and for you. If you believe that God can do it right now, hallelujah. If you believe it can happen right now, I need some people of faith to help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's getting ready to do a work in your life. Hallelujah. Come on, ministry. Help me out right now. I'm going to need your help tonight. Hallelujah. God's getting ready. Amen. There's going to be some things that are going to be lifted off of you right now. As you are being prayed for, there is healing virtue that's going to flow through your body. As you are being prayed for, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to fall on you. The Spirit of God is going to fall on you. It's going to happen right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, make a top contact of faith with somebody right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, make a contact of faith with somebody right now. In the name of Jesus, let it be done right
Can we just all stand and just clap our hands to Jesus one more time? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Every guest, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Take it back with you. Take it to your church in the morning. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Be safe on your way home. There are some still people praying. Please, please be kind. Please be kind to those that are still trying to, to find something in Jesus. Please stay as long as you want in fellowship. Hug somebody. Tell them that you love them. Tell them how good and nice they look, how good they smell. Hallelujah. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.